everybody, it's your girl, Ellie, and I know, guys, okay? I know, I've been gone for a little bit, all right? Listen, I don't want to give you crap interviews. I want to give you people that you guys are going to fall in love with, okay? You know what I'm saying? So anyways, today, it's, it's a very special episode, and I, so I, I say it's a special episode every episode, but I really do genuinely mean this. Today, I have two of my friends. Would you guys say we're friends? Yes. Okay, thank Best. you. Uh, Athena and Florence, they are the masterminds behind the company Covery Sunwear, okay, at Shop Covery on Instagram. Please welcome Athena and Florence, everybody. Give it up! <laughs> Hi. Hello. Guys, welcome to my podcast, When I Grow Up. Are you excited to be here? Thrilled. Great. Uh, guys, uh, I both want to say, Athena, you are Chinese-American. Yes. Beautiful. She has amazing teeth, okay? <laughs> uh, Florence Shin, you are Korean. Yep. American, yeah. uh, amazing eyebrows, and <laughs> both just beautiful women. Uh, guys, we've known each other for how long now, would you say? When did we meet? I think we met in 2015, because uh-huh. that's when we launched our company. Mm-hmm. And then we had like blindly reached out to you, yes. because we, I, I think I found you on Instagram or Bless. something. Yes. And we just thought it was so awesome, like what you were doing as an <gasps> Asian American yes. in the entertainment industry. So we reached out and we... You were like, you just, I know, we just like, fell yes, in I'm love. Down. I, I like, just swallowed you wait. both. <laughs> no, like, it was like instant love. Yes. Yeah. Literally love. For sure. Person. No, we met and then you guys like put sunglasses on me and I took a bunch of photos <laughs> and I was just like, I love these women. Yeah, in Brooklyn. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, can you, you exactly. Can you tell our viewers uh, exactly what your company is? Go. So we make elevated fit eyewear so eyewear for diverse facial features which the three of us have very Mm -hmm. diverse beautiful facial structures Mm -hmm. um yeah so they they just fit better for us they sit a little bit higher on your nose they don't sit on your cheeks they don't dig into your cheeks you know the glasses won't fog up when you're walking around uh when you smile they don't they don't like go up your face Mm -hmm. it's just it's just a really comfortable fit um, which and, which you've seen that many women, uh, diverse women, have problems with. Yeah. Correct? Yeah, exactly. You were going to say sure. something? Yeah. I mean, like, the reason why we started Covery is because we ourselves couldn't find eyewear that fit us comfortably. Yep. Like, Athena was just saying, like, they were always sliding down our nose, hitting our cheeks. It was super uncomfortable. So... Athena had this great idea of like, why don't we just change the fit a little bit and see if we can make it better? And I was like, you know what? That's a great idea because Mm -hmm. I have the same exact issues. And especially for us, like growing up in the U.S. as Asian Americans, we always had to settle for a pair of frames that never fit us. Like Mm. something was always wrong with it. So we always had to sacrifice something. Um, Yes. So we just felt like we could do it better. Yes. So we started covering. Yeah. Like, for example, like when Ray-Bans were super popular, like I got three pairs and literally they're the worst worst because you guys have to understand like Asian. I'm just talking about Asian because I'm an Asian woman. That's all I know. But like, you know, we have high cheekbones. We have a flat forehead. Like everything is different. So like when those sunglasses sit, it literally is like digging into your cheek and then you take it off. Everyone's like, oh, you look crazy. (laughs) It's like, well, I just spent three hundred thousand dollars on these sunglasses. (laughs) So great. Exactly. Um, And they were the only sunglasses everybody wanted exactly so we have to get them exactly but i think that's like a really important message of your brand because you're not just saying here's sunglasses they're cool you guys are saying no no we're trying to like make your lives easier yeah, sunglasses with a purpose exactly sunglasses with a yeah. purpose um so how did you guys meet like were you like bffs all these time to- all this time or did you guys just meet each other on the street you're like hey you look like you could be a good partner like what well, how'd you guys meet that would have been cool i spotted yeah. her face down the street <laughs> when i was walking and i was like you're you have a perfect face over here. <laughs> <That's> like, <laughs> So where'd you guys meet? So uh, we, we went to high school together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we went to high school together ages ago. And we both went to uh, college for fashion. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and then we... So like what, you were very artsy growing up? 
Yeah. Like, what was your art? What was your? I really b- like sewing. I really oh. like sewing. I really like making things with my hands. Mm-hmm. It's like kind of like that's that was my vibe. And what about you? I was not a designer at all or mm. creative. Mine is more just like I think I was better at spotting trends mm. and like figuring out how to tell that story. Yes. Um, but I went to yeah. So I went to fashion school in FIT for fashion merchandising and international trade and marketing. And then Athena went to FITM in LA for design. design. Yeah. Yeah. So we kind of balance each other out in that way. Um, and yeah, so we've been friends since high school, stayed in touch through college, and then we ended up working in the fashion district one block away from each other. Whoa. So once we had the idea, we would meet up after work. Uh huh. Like, and just like go on and like, have lunch, lists yeah. of things that we were going to do, all these ideas. It was really cool. And now our office is around that same block. So yeah. when you guys came up with the idea, for, you guys were like, okay, this is the idea. Like, can you, what was that aha moment where you were like, yes, this is it? <laughs> I think we, well, we came up with the idea first, but like, our process was so slow. Mm. It was so slow. We didn't have like, we didn't sit down and have an entire business plan plan out for the next 30 years. Sure. We didn't have like a huge projection or anything. We kinda <laughs> Sounds just, like me. <laughs> yeah. We were so going with the flow with it mm. and yeah. just baby steps. We took baby steps. And then I guess the, the, the first time we ever felt like this was a moment was I think probably when we had our samples made. Uh-huh. And then we actually saw the physical product mm-hmm. and tried them on, and they were amazing. And we we're like, "This is this is awesome!" Because oh then God. we can we can do something with these right. now that we have the real thing. And then we did our Kickstarter, oh, and then right. after after that, it was like, "Wow, this is this awesome. is happening! Yeah. This <laughs> is happening!" Uh, when you guys before you started the steps to actually make the product, what was that whole journey like to get to that place where you were like, "Okay, this is the style. This is the fit. This is what we want made." Like, how did you know how to do that? Like, me? Like, I don't know anything, okay? Even I'll read stuff and be like, still didn't understand that. You know what I mean? Like, how did you guys know how to do all those things? Like, did you have a mentor that was guiding you? No, we literally Google. I, I, I would say Google yes. was our yeah, mentor. Was our wow. Everything. How do we get, how do we open a business? Google that. How do we get, do we need a lawyer? How do we do anything? Yeah. Uh, like, how do you get a business license? Uh, trademarking? All of that. It was crazy. We, we, I mean, we've both never started our own company before, you know? Right. We just we just had jobs so we never had to deal with any of this Mm -hmm. um so everything we just googled um or just talked to so the reason why we found our factory was because i was just like talking to my aunt and she's like oh there's these eyewear expos like you should go see them Uh we're like oh we never thought about that (laughs) (laughs) that sounds like a smart thing to do yeah 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 yeah. so we flew to hong kong went to an eyewear show and we found our factory there which you know we didn't. I guess you couldn't really Google that. But yeah, it's yeah. just you. You ask around. That, yeah. that was really helpful. Like asking anybody you know around, mm. and yeah. um, everybody knows somebody who knows something. Mm. So. Mm. Yeah. Uh, so when you guys had the product, you tried it on, right? And you guys were like, "Okay, this is it. This is something that we strongly believe in." What people don't know, I think, is that a lot of on, you, you call yourself entrepreneurs, right? Can I say you're an entrepreneur? Yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah. Okay, you are entrepreneur. You own your own damn company. <laughs> is like there's so much more that you have to do. It's not about like getting the product and then like it's great, it's here, let's sell it. It's yeah. like there's marketing yeah. and promotion yeah. and in the day in the day age of like social exactly. media. Like, did you guys have moments where like even before you launched, you were just so overwhelmed with just the idea of how you were going to make this successful? Yeah, I think For a sure. lot of entrepreneurs, especially small business people. They think that if they just put something a pro- their product online, mm. then it's going to sell. Mm. But we realize that that is not even anywhere near yeah. what it takes to sell a product. 
you have to do so much marketing and advertising for anybody to even know your site exists. Right. And then also on the back end, like SEO stuff, which we we were like really struggling <gasps> with. That Logistics. One. Yeah. Everything. Like when you're an entrepreneur, you're literally every single employee in a company. Wow. Yeah. So like not only are we doing like the marketing, production, design, whatever, we're also like taking out the trash. Right. You know, we're <laughs> shipping things. Right. So like getting we, your own coffee. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> we right, did right. everything. So it's definitely like you have to be okay with wearing all these multiple hats right. and also like having having the ability to just figure it out. Mm-hmm. Like there's a lot of people like like we were saying earlier, Google was literally our best friend. Like we, if we didn't know something, we would Google or ask people. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you just have to be okay with like things maybe not always going your way, mm-hmm. and just figuring it out and moving on from there. So, what was the response after the Kickstarter and after you officially launched? Like, were people what were people saying about it, and how were you feeling? So we, so we tripled our goal on Kickstarter, which was okay. So what amazing. was the goal? What was the goal? So the goal was eighteen thousand. Okay, and we did fifty three thousand. Oh my god. <laughs> How we so for, that, we were not expecting that. No. So it was no, just like, it was organic love that was coming in. No, what? No, what? what? Have to, no, that's oh what you busted your butt. Of course. Oh yeah, 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 like, yeah. You know, before we even launched, we had lists set up of all the people we we're going to reach out to that were in our network Smart. and also outside our network mm-hmm. that we wanted to reach out mm-hmm. to. And luckily for us, Florence went to was was working in PR. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you so had she, that. So she was really good at reaching out to people. Nice. Yeah. But that didn't mean I had the right connection. Yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. But you, yeah. you knew how to do I it, though. I was able to apply it yeah, sure. to exactly. what yeah. we were trying yeah. to do. Totally different uh, industries. but Yeah. yeah. Um, but, like, so our project was up there for 30 days. Like, mm-hmm. the first 25 days, it was, like, <laughs> oh my just God. our friends and yeah. family. Of course, course. all the Asian yeah. family <laughs> friends putting in money. Yep, I know. Mm-hmm. Begging everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. People we haven't talked to in 10 years. Yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. Like, begging them to Like, Becky, sorry I called you fat in eighth grade, but listen... Yeah, 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 yeah. And then so when 54,000 came in, I mean, you guys must have been just like, did you throw a party for yourself? You must have been freaking out. So, well, yeah. So we got a hit on Mashable. Yes. And then, and then from there, all these other articles started wanting to write about us. Oh, so we Mashables. Like, we had a mutual friend that got you yeah. into Mashables. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Yeah. Okay, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And then so we had Cosmo, Fast Company. Uh, who else? Like... NBC. NBC. Wow. Yeah. Like that all, all covered these, yeah. the story. Yeah. Okay, okay. And because we only had five days left, mm. I think they were in a rush to post it so their readers could contribute before the campaign <gasps> That's ended. That's so nice. Yeah, so it like perfectly, it worked out perfectly. And then we were just like, the last minute of the Kickstarter, because there's a timer that counts down on Kickstarter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were just watching, like, the, the number just get higher and higher. We're like, oh, my God. This is <laughs> like, we're rich! <laughs> Yeah, we didn't even know what to do with ourselves. We were we that was not even we thought if wow. we could just get eighteen thousand. Yeah, it'll you'll be good. Yeah, then we'll be good. But so you guys really started off on a strong foot. Yeah, with the fifty four. Yes. Yes. So then you got so then this this your your time has come. Like now it's ready to launch. And so I mean that's probably a whole nother thing because then you have to what you have to have inventory. Yeah. Where are you so going to keep the inventory? To, exactly. Where are you going to have exactly. your office? Is it going to be Athena's basement? Yeah. Is it going to be Florence's <laughs> room? Like all these exactly. things. You had to, so exactly. after you got the fifty four, you were like you guys looked at you like now what? <laughs> Did you have that moment? Where you're like okay now we really have to do this is serious now. Yeah, because now it's like we had a timeline for our backers on Kickstarter, so we had to deliver the product <gasps> right. within I don't know a few months. Yeah, I, I forgot what the time was, the deadline. Um, so we just like scrambled to do production and and then we had to figure out logistics mm. and then we had a huge uh, failure. <laughs> Our first <laughs> failure. What, ha- what happened? What happened? <laughs> what happened? So us not coming from the eyewear industry, we mm. didn't realize that I 
sunglasses are a medical device. Mm-hmm. So to have them imported into the U.S., you need to have FDA registration. Holy crap. So we yeah. had our stuff stuck in customs by the FDA for like, I don't even know how long, until we could figure this out. Yeah, it was at it the was airport very, at JFK. Yeah. And every day they charged us, what, like $500. You're joking me. Yeah, to hold our stuff. And we were like, how do we get an FDA number? (laughs) And then we're calling people, Googling, and it's like, it's going to be $10,000 to get an FDA (gasps) number. And we're like, no way. (laughs) Holy crap. We figured it out. And I think in the midst of that, we realized that, like, we also had, I mean, obviously we had to let our backers know, like, things are going to be a little late. Sure. So I think that helped us, like, you know, have to be be honest with them hmm. and learn that honesty was the best policy with them being transparent. Oh yeah. Um, and also I think out of Kickstarter, it helped us launch with like a really great support, like a strong group of customers mm. because we had the backers that were, have been like campaigning for us since day one. <sighs> Yes. Even now, we'll we'll get customers that come to us, and they're like, "We were your, we backed yeah. you like oh my five God. years ago. We bought your first pair." These are the OG fans. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yes, it's like crazy. Okay, so after you got uh, everything from customs and you figured it out, and when the day that you launched, what was it like? <laughs> <laughs> what was it like? I, no, I'm just like thinking to myself, like I can't imagine putting in so much hard work into something, right? And then after you reach a certain goal, it's like there's so much more. To, mm-hmm. I mean, I guess it sounds like my career, but there's so much more to go. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So like when that day come where everything is set, all you got to do is like now we just got to make money to like live off of it. Like that feeling must have been in so many ways. I mean, you guys must have felt empowered. No. Yeah. 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 It was pretty crazy. Yeah. yeah. Did you, like, do a kumbaya? Like, do you guys look at each other and, like, hold each other's hands and be like, we made it, girl? I remember the night before, I think before we launched our website, because we had to, like, build the website. We, mm. had, we, were using, we were using Shopify, but we had to build the entire, we had to take all the photos, mm. and it was, it looked terrible. But <laughs> <laughs> looking back on it now, it was not the cutest website, but we made it work. And right before we pressed the button to make, to launch it and make mm. it public, we were like, oh, my God. We yeah. looked at each other yeah, and we were like, are, like, are we really Yeah. Oh, my God. And then there it was. Yeah. What did your parents say about you guys doing this? Were they like, oh, come on, <laughs> just go get a corporate just, yeah, job, man. Go Stability. Be a doctor. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, what were, what did they say when you guys first told them that you guys were doing this? My mom, because my mom is, she works in the medical industry. Oh, so, yeah. And then she was like, can't you just sell gloves? <laughs> medical gloves to hospitals. Like, it's so much easier and you'll make a lot of money, I promise. Just sell gloves. Uh-huh. Why do you have to do this? <laughs> I'm just like, but you know, you just have to, I was like, you sent me to fashion school, mm. you know, like don't send me over there and send me up for having dreams sure. and then be like, no, 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 come back and just sell gloves. That's absolutely. <laughs> so, of course. Of course. Yeah. What about your parents? My parents were, I mean, I think we we're both lucky in the sense that our parents were pretty supportive mm. and my parents never like, even when I was younger, they weren't like the standard, you know, the typical Asian parents mm. would tell me to be a lawyer or a doctor. Like my dad has always had his own business. So mm. I think he understood like when I was like, I'm sick of, you know, working for an agency. For the man, yeah. yeah exactly. I want to start my own thing. And I think they were just really... I, I had to sell them on the idea a little bit. Yeah. But they were really supportive from oh, the start. Bless. Yeah, and I honestly don't think that we could have done it without either of our parents' support. Oh, yeah. And honestly, bless. I mean, we're Asians that went to fashion school. So that just right. goes to show you right, that right, right. it's a pretty open-minded. Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true, that's yeah. true, that's true. So how old is Cove right now? And also for anybody who who's like, right. what does Covery mean? Just tell them right now. So Covery is, we just really like the word cove. Yeah. It felt really peaceful to us. And, you know, we're selling sunglasses, so it's like by the water. And and then we added ROI because it's easier to trademark yeah. tip for anybody out there. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot easier to trademark words that you made up. 
<laughs> okay, did you hear that, guys? Put it in your notebook. <laughs> so we just made up a word. Cool. Yeah. And Covery is a great name. Thank great you. name. So how old is Covery? We started in 2015, so now we're entering our fourth year. Your fourth year. Uh, what has been the most gratifying part of this journey? If you got one, just one moment, that's been the most, a, a moment where you both were like, I'm really glad we did this. We there, met you. <laughs> I love that answer. Uh, that's great. No, <laughs> For you guys, what was like the most proudest moment you've had? For me, I think, yeah, for me, it's always been our customers. Mm, like when our same. customers write us emails, some have send us letters, sometimes we'll meet them at pop-ups and they're literally <gasps> like so grateful that we made this product for them. And like they really get that like, you know, they're, they just understand the product and our mission. Mm -hmm. And it's like so encouraging for us because there's so many times when we're like, oh, of should course. we just quit? You know, what should we do? And then I think in those moments, we really think about our customers and like at the end of the day, we're making like sunglasses mm -hmm. it's a product like how important can it be but the fact that it makes such a big difference for some people is what keeps us going i think it's really important that you guys have your brand with a purpose and a message you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. like because you could get just lost in sunglass world you know yeah. like there's mm -hmm. so many yeah. companies out exactly. there but i think it's so important and what you guys do is you use a lot of asian models yeah. which i really yeah. love yeah. you know what i mean yeah. obviously be to show that like your sunglasses work of them mm -hmm. but like it makes I feel like it makes Asian customers want to contribute to right, you because right. you guys are our people and yeah, you are representing exactly. our people. It's not like every person on your Instagram is white because then I wouldn't support you. Mm -hmm, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But like you guys, I think having that message is important. And I think every Asian American out there needs one. Okay. <laughs> um, what's been the hardest part, would you say? Because you're still a fairly very young company. You know, you mm -hmm. still have more to grow and more to expand. Right. Mm -hmm. So what's been probably the most difficult part that you weren't ready for? Hmm. I think it's just like, you know, sometimes we'll try things and they don't work. Sure. Or sometimes we'll reach out to people and they're not really interested. Mm. So sometimes it does get a bit discouraging. Like, yeah, there actually there's a lot of rejection in being an entrepreneur as, yes, as well yeah. as like, you know, in people who just apply for jobs mm. and things like that. And I'm sure you on castings yes, and everything. So it's, it is it is very similar to that. Yeah. Oh, so that so that's probably you would say. Yeah, I think. I think, I mean, there's a lot of, of course. ups and downs and pros and cons of being an entrepreneur, mm -hmm. but I think that would be one of the things that I don't think we were expecting. Of course. Oh, I guess yeah. also when we try to do SEO, I think that was mm. kind of, we just didn't understand it. So then we spent a lot of money. Mm -hmm. We spent I a see. lot of money because we've always been self-funded and we like took almost all our money and put it into <laughs> SEO mm. and nothing really came out of it because we just weren't putting in enough. And the amount that we needed right. to put in to make a dent mm. was just way beyond what we could ever have so I think that was that was challenging because we just we were both not you know that kind of we don't we're not we didn't like, have that background yeah we don't have that background yeah. so right. it was really hard for us to understand it or like where the money was going mm -hmm. or you know what what would make a difference sure. so that was that was kind of that sucked <laughs> <laughs> listen I you, want my money back <laughs> I know the, the you know the game is rough yeah. for everybody you know it's just like you're just trying to figure it out you know yeah, like people exactly. always ask me like you people are always like oh my god you're like killing you're busy i'm like dude i have no idea what i'm doing <laughs> every day i wake up i'm like so hope i'll figure it out today you know what i'm saying exactly, yeah. um okay so four years old Kovri, what do you want people to know about your company and about you guys for everyone like listening to this for the first time and discovering you guys for the first time like what do you want to say to these people uh, uh, aside from please buy our sunglasses <laughs> because you should 
Uh, I just want to say that you should just try it. Just definitely try it. I think it it really will make a huge difference. Cause it's because a lot of people don't realize that they even need this. Yeah. Um. You know, and then they'll they'll try put it on and be like, wow, this makes a huge difference. Yeah. So you know, just give it a shot. Give it. A, a and you guys also have like an in home like try. <laughs> yeah, we have a try. We have a home try on. Makes it super simple. Hell yeah. Yeah, five frames, five days. You can. Yeah, you can, We have glasses. You know, we can fill your prescription. Mm -hmm. You know, usually Asian people. Yes. Can't see, so. <laughs> yep, terrible eyesight. Ter yeah, we all have terrible yeah, eyesight. Terrible eyesight, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and my last question was to you guys. Oh, okay, so you guys have been in this journey together for four years. Do you think that having each other has saved you many times? Because a lot yeah, of things like absolutely. this podcast, like I do on my own, and I would kill for another partner mm -hmm. who was like, like me, who believed in it as mm -hmm. much as I did, because then I'd be like, hell yeah, I got support system, and I can keep, you know, because mm -hmm. you yeah. fall on your yeah. own so much, so yeah. you feel like your friendship and like your partner has really helped you through this yeah and there's also things that is, you know like one person can't do it all sure and there's things that uh Florence yeah. does that is, she's so much better at than i am mm -hmm. and there's things that i do that are you know she yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do. yeah 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 <laughs> so it really balances the the whole business out I think. yeah i think also having a partner keeps you accountable uh, yeah yeah like, yep, yep. It's, it's way easier to quit if you it's just yeah. you and nobody yeah, yeah. cares and, yeah, go ahead. And also, like, because we started off as friends, mm -hmm. we have that respect and trust for each other yes. that goes beyond, like, just, you know, being business partners. Yes, yes. And and uh, this, uh, this is actually my last question. It's so important, I think, for Asian American women to be in the positions that you guys are in because I feel like if you had, let's say you, you set up, like, 30 pop-ups, right, of, like, companies similar to yours, whether it's food, whether it's a beauty thing, whatever, you probably wouldn't see... Asian American women. Mm. Let's be honest, right? Mm -hmm. And so I just think it's so important for you guys. And I think that that's something that you guys have to remember too is that you're doing a service, but you're also representing yeah. us and yeah. Asian American women. And that's a really important narrative to tell. Thank you. Th Thanks. Thank you. <laughs> All right. That was really wise. <laughs>
Yep. That's real. <laughs> that sounds like some Korean drama illness. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, good to know. Uh, oh, uh, you had an actress, Asian American actress, like yesterday, put up a video of you of wearing your sunglasses. You know, she's on that show, yeah. ABC's How to Kill a Murderer. Isn't she on that show? Ali Maki? Yes. Yeah. Uh, she wrote. She wore it. No. Yeah. Yes. Wait, is she on that show? No, she's maybe. I just made that up. I think I just made <laughs> that up. But she's amazing. Yeah, she's, she's amazing. amazing. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the question is, she wore your sunglasses. She's an actress. Who would you love to see wearing your sunglasses? We actually, one of our goals when we first started was Jamie Chung, and she actually <gasps> ended up wearing them. And yeah, and then we we're like, oh my god, we've we've made it. <laughs> we've, we've made, made it. Our goals. We've made it. No, you need to get your I sunglasses say- on every single one of them. Yeah. Like hey. every single Asian American. Anyone knows anyone. Listen, email us. Yeah. Listen, yeah. Yeah. give me some time, guys. I'll get you to the top. Stylist. Okay. Uh, you've been seen in L Vogue and Refinery Twenty Nine. What were the emotions when you first saw your product, like in that spread or on that page or in an article? I don't think we. I couldn't believe it. Yeah. It was, yeah. Like, it was it like a was, pinch me moment. Yeah. yeah. I was like, no way. That's not us. It was so. And then you, you know what's weird though, because people. You always want to be in print magazine uh, because you can like print out sure. and put it on your wall sure. and frame it. Of course, <laughs> it of course, of course. Cute. Yeah. But then we really, you know, it's so much better to be on online, online articles. Because you can reshare it. Yeah. Even now, we still get people coming from those articles Damn. to our website, Damn. which would never happen if you were in print. Mm-hmm. So. Damn. That's crazy. Uh, okay. Oh, okay. Oh, I kind of asked you guys a question, but you guys really model a lot of Asian Americans in your ads. Like, how important was that for you guys to get Asian-American models? Well, every every show we do, we have an Asian-American model. Nice. Yeah, yeah that's a must for us. Do you do castings? Uh, we No. So you just look at face? Yeah. 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 We just, just go because to of our budget and time. You yeah. see some hot Asian dudes? Yeah. Damn. But they're never available, guys. <laughs> you um, okay. No, I'm taking, <laughs> but I'm, ta- I'm thinking about my single friends. You know what I'm saying? Who needs a good Asian man? All right. Favorite part about owning your own company? Hmm. I think the favorite part is the fact that I own a company. Exactly. Like, that's cool. Yeah. yeah. My dad always says, I, the fact that I never have to answer to anyone but me, he yeah. loves that. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? And yeah. I just, it's so important to, like, I see so many people, like, they just give their lives mm-hmm. to this company that doesn't give a crap yeah. about them, yeah. who will fire you and replace you like that. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's why it's important, even though it's hard, you know, the journeys we take, like, it's important for us to have. Something like that. And okay. It's just cool to yeah. like see see that this product that you literally made yes. like, from scratch. Yeah. 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 It literally came from your brain and then it yeah. became tangible. Exactly. That's crazy. Last question. Uh, any advice for anybody out there who wants to do what you guys are doing? What would you say to them? Just do it. Just yeah. start. Like do whatever first step you have to do, do it. But what if Florence, they say to you, but I'm scared. Everyone's scared. Yes. <laughs> Everyone is scared. Yes. We're scared too. Yes. You just got to do it. If you're scared, do you something to... that doesn't scare you. If you know, if you're scared of making something, then go to the other side of it and, and you know, research how to have a how to get a business license. Mm. You know, like if whatever like do the research yeah. to make you feel whatever a little bit more confident in sure. the Cuz because uh, to have a business, it's every aspect mm-hmm. of a business. So yes. if you're scared of one part, do the other part that doesn't scare uh-huh. you. Free for more comfortable with. And once you get that going, yes. Yeah, yeah. you can get to get to the scariest part later. Because you have to be a jack of all trades, even though you don't want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's hard. Yeah. But just the, the message is just take that leap of faith. Yeah, exactly. 
which is the message of this podcast, <laughs> which is a perfect ending for it. Um, Athena and Florence, I love you guys so much. Thank I want to support you. you. Just Thank wait till you. I become that star and then I will wear you your clothing. You're a star. Thank girl. you. <laughs> but I can't wait to rock your things all the time. Um, so they can follow you on Shop Covery. And then what's the website that they can go on? www.shopcovery.com. Thank you. Yes. Uh, love you guys. Love you. Uh, everyone at home, please subscribe. Every comment, review, star helps me. I love you guys so much. Thank you for listening to When I Grow Up. Until next time, we will see you guys later. Uh, goodbye. <laughs>